Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. After almost 30 years, uh, the Ayatollah's vision has finally been achieved and Salman Rushdie has been stabbed in New York. Um, Fortunately, he appears to have survived, but right after this recording, I'm going to hop on a train and (laughs) something about that. It's Doug Zone, uh, and we're back once again for... Uh, yet another exciting episode. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by my my beloved co-host. Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I like when your intros are actionable threats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to kill a writer who is in the hospital right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, what's he going to do? Uh, d- defend himself? Yeah. I'd like to see him try. Yeah. Salman Rushdie, come on the cast and defend yourself. Meet us in the <laughs> studio. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, I'm not sure where to go with that one. Sorry, I was just, uh, I was like, oh, I didn't think of an intro. What's been in the news lately? Oh, I know. Uh, so it's not doing great. <laughs> what, what writers can I, can I dunk on further? Um, but yeah, uh, let's see. I, I do, I kind of want to just jump into this video because I actually, I do think there is some stuff to discuss. Okay, here. Yeah. It's one of our it's one of our Doug videos where there's actually like he's talking about something other than a movie. Yeah, it's uh, we, not. It's very much his opinion and actually his opinion, not plot summary. Yeah, it's it's just an opinion. There's very few jokes, frankly. Yeah. Um, but you know, it returns to I think an early Doug Zone character, which is to say Roger Ebert, uh, the famous star of the 2019 <laughs> film Joker, uh, if we are to be believed. Yes. Um, so we're watching Doug's uh, Siskel and Ebert tribute, originally uploaded November 11th, 2009. Um, I didn't have much to say other than the fact that for some reason it's very funny to me that Doug's favorite film critic is Roger Ebert, a man who famously most other fam- film critics disagree with. Yeah. Um, you know, I, lo- I love Roger Ebert as much as the next guy, but also these takes are bad. Uh. Like at one point in the video, Doug's like, "Yeah, you know, uh, Siskel is a little bit more pretentious. Oh, yeah. He's more <laughs> Ebert's a little more emotional." Yeah, and it's like, no, it's just he just he liked more bad movies, and that's fine. You're allowed to like a bad movie. You know, God knows I do, but it's also it's, it is true that his taste was just worse than Siskel's. I do like the clip of him being like, "I think it was bad on purpose." Yeah, that rocks. That's very that's much like so the, good. It's the kind of mental gymnastics that I think all of us have done to defend some bad movie at least once. No, no, the point that it makes no sense, that that's intentional. It wasn't just bad filmmaking. <laughs> you don't get it. This, this movie is secretly a masterpiece. Um, I think every movie is secretly a masterpiece. That's... I, also, I also like the, uh, the video, of, uh, the clip of them dunking on Protestants. I've seen it before, but every time I see it, it makes me smile. It's, it's very good. Um as I'm coming together, the, the one thing they can agree on, as Doug said, is their hatred of Protestants, which, you know, if you've got to choose something to come together on. Uh, <laughs> becoming a, a rad trad Catholic podcast now is the pivot we're making. Um, That'd be a very weird take. Yeah, well, it's, it's like the New York art scene. There are some, there's, uh, it's mostly the red scare girls, frankly, but there's, they're like making, there's a lot, there's this small contingent that's making a, a hard right turn and they're all just becoming like reactionary Catholics. Um, okay. Yeah. And they're all like that one tweet where it's like, you know, every Catholic you've ever met, uh, who's like been a Catholic from birth is like, I think we should give money to poor people. And every 20 year old Catholic convert, like cites some, ancient letter is like, and this clearly states that women should not have driver's licenses. Uh, and yeah, they're definitely yeah. The, the latter category, like the insane psycho converts. Not the people who are just like, I think we should be nice. Uh, <laughs> I had a friend who became like a cat in high school. She was like baptized Catholic and became like a trad Catholic. It's so funny. As like a fifteen year old, as like a as like a queer fifteen year old, <laughs> it was so weird. What a bizarre take! She like invited everyone to her baptism, and we were all like, "Uh." 
I mean, I'd go, honestly, just to check it out. Uh, see, see what's, what's going, going on. on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. See what's happening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a there's an article written about the uh, the Red Scare, that, like that scene in particular, that this other guy who sucks wrote about where he was like, he visited it, and then like it turned out that like eyes wide shut style, he had been invited to this party and everyone there knew him and hated him. Uh, and so they all just like spent the entire time like dunking on him and publicly embarrassing him. And See, like to me, that's what every party feels like. You yeah, know? A, yeah, clearly. I feel like this is just as a first crazy time going paranoid to a party. person. Yeah. No, I go to a party. You ever been to a party? Like yeah. mm. I go to a party. If anyone laughs, I'm like, oh, they're making fun of me. Like they're across yes. the room. Someone's laughing. Someone else is doing something funny right next to them. And I'm like, clearly this is this was all known from the beginning. Uh, it's like the, they don't know me. It's like they don't know that I know they're gang stalking me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Every time um, I walk into a room full of people that I don't know, I'm like secretly I've met them all before and I don't know how. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they know me, but they do. And they're it's all watching bad. me right now. Uh, yeah, today was my, my last day at the grocery store before I left. Um, and let me it's tell you. It's a little weird now that you're not moving immediately well it's good actually because initially like when i was looking at my schedule for this week i was like oh no i have no time to pack this was terrible i should have taken the whole week off uh and then i reread the email i was like oh surprise i'm not moving in on saturday Uh uh-oh um so now i actually i just have a weekend to pack which is nice um but knowing that i'm going to be leaving the grocery store for a little bit is always a dangerous bit of knowledge for me to have because ooh, those mm-hmm. last couple customers, if they are even remotely rude to me. That's ooh, what like it, all it my managers, strength. all my managers like fantasize about their like last day oh, yeah, at, at the restaurant. So they can just like go up to every table and be like, and fuck you. <laughs> like I hate you. I have always hated you. I'm not going to fix this. Uh, and, yeah. Like their last, just like turning down tables being like, no, you can't eat. You can't come in. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm the same way. Oh, there's 20 of you? Leave. <laughs> Goodbye. You're not allowed. Sorry, safety inspector went by. This many people wouldn't be up to fire code. Get out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, says behind you, you Don't can see come 300 back. people. <laughs> you are not allowed here. Um, <laughs> Go yeah, out with no, a bang, had, you know? I've had the same thought. Where, like, There's specific customers who it's like, ooh. Ooh, I hope you're here on my last Ooh. day. You will be my last customer ever. Um, <laughs> if I have anything to say about it, I will never be allowed back in the building. Yeah, exactly. Man, yeah, but no, the, the last customer I had today was a, a guy who was in uniform, uh, like, uh, as a soldier. He was in the army. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we have people come in in uniform all the time. I don't mind the people who do that, who also aren't clearly expecting to get preferential treatment because yes. they're in uniform. Yes. Uh, he was one of the guys who really wanted me to treat him better for it. And the amount of restraint it took me not to give him attitude, especially because he would like, he misread, there's one, there's one thing in particular. It's a, it's bane of my existence. I hate it. It's a thing called the $12 meal deal. You need to get a little rotisserie chicken and two sides, and then it all totals out to $12. Otherwise, right. they're more expensive. It sucks. It's weird. It's like the only thing in the store that requires two sides and an item in order for the deal to come through. And so people always come up with like one, well, one but, side or like... Well, so he, he somehow managed to look at the $12 meal deal and then zeroed in on the fact that the rotisserie chicken as part of the $12 meal deal is $8.99, which is a fine deal. It's a big chicken. It's nice. But for some reason, he looked at that and then also at the giant sticker on the chicken that says $12 meal deal and assumed that the whole meal would be $8.99. Uh, and the entire time was giving me, he was like complaining, so, oh, it sure looks like it's advertised as $8.99. And I'm amazed I didn't give him attitude, but I did like, turn no? off my light and walk with him over to the rotisserie chicken and point at the price tag that said $8.99 when sold individually. And then to the big letters right next to it, it's a giant sign. Like it is larger than my <laughs> laptop. It's like a big marketing thing. Is their $12 meal deal? Point to the giant sign next to it that said $12 chicken and two sides. Um, what do you think this means? Yeah. And I was like, what? respectfully, like this is the deal. Why do you think that 
what were you expecting to happen? He's like, well, it sure looks like it's advertised as $8.99. I'm like, yes, the chicken is, but you're getting two other things. Uh, and he's like, well, it's okay. It's not just the goddamn chicken. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't want one of the sides. Get rid of one of the sides. And it's like, okay, but th- then you're now losing the meal deal. So it's going to be more expensive. And he's like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, okay. And he's like, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm like, buddy, I have been here for far longer than I you. I promise <laughs> you. Yeah, I, I got rid of the mashed potatoes and then suddenly it was $15.39. He's like, why is it more than $12? And I'm like, my man, <laughs> I was was trying to warn you um and uh he, anyway he spent like, like 10 minutes complaining and then it was the end of my shift and i was like oh this took way longer than i was expecting it to nice uh, and i got to go so like six dollar take-home entrees that are like cold okay and the amount of people that order these on doordash and, oh, they they get call, mad they're, and they're like why is my food cold <laughs> I'm like, you got an entire thing of spaghetti and meatballs for $6. You, did you think it would be, like, made for you? No. Yeah. Pop that shit in the microwave. It has a sticker. It tells you how. <laughs> Jesus. I love, I love our illiterate customers. Um, but, yeah, anyway, the, like, the amount of restraint it was taking for me not to give him my take on soldiers, which is, look, it's all well and good. If you want to make a living aiding and abetting invasions of foreign countries... <laughs> That's fine. You know, I'm not going to judge you for it, but you're not a hero because the people we invade if might anything, shoot back. Like if that doesn't like. I want to be like, no, you were exploited, baby. You're a victim. Yeah, exactly. But like, then, then you know, they <laughs> you roll in. You sold your human life. Yeah, but they they roll in. And they're like, yeah, well, I'm a hero because I got shot at. And it's like, well, yeah, dude, you were you invading their it. home. I would hope so. Frankly, they're playing the game. It's <laughs> only fair. Like, look. If someone shoots at you here, that sucks, man. Unless you're a cop. And then, well, I mean, we basically, we're back to the same problem. But, you know, if you're just a soldier, you're just walking along and someone just unloads on you. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll give you sympathy for that. But, you know, if if someone invades our neighborhood, I'd hope that the the heroes we we have walking among us would, uh, would, uh, would you know, take up arms. Uh, and the basically what I'm saying trusted is trusted with guns. Yeah. Uh, basically what I'm saying is, uh, the Taliban is good actually. That's right. <laughs> we're back. We're at back. It, everybody. Yeah, we're back. We're in we're reentering classic Doug zone era. Um, well, yeah, I live very close to the, to the military base. People keep disappearing at, and yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, Have you done any research into that? Yeah, I so the thing is, I went crazy researching that military base before I realized that was the one you lived next yeah. to. Yeah. And then after our episode with Michael, when you mentioned that was the episode, I was like, that's, it's not, not that, holy shit, it's that one. Um, yeah. Yeah, with this like ritualistic killings, a bunch of drug smuggling. It's a c- crazy. So uh, like, not... It's not like every person that walks in, because I'm not that close. Like, I'm not yeah. doxing myself too much. But <laughs> <laughs> Veterans Day, it's like everyone. And they're all like, why is it a two-hour wait? And I'm like, because every one of you is in uniform. <laughs> all of Look you. around you. <laughs> I'm a hero. Good for you. Yeah, it's like so is every You know, like Syndrome says in the classic movie The Incredibles, when everyone's super, no one will be. And I'm sorry, you're all veterans. We can't. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing we can do. Okay, hero, go sit in our heroes waiting. I don't care. <laughs> heroes waiting feels like uh, the next like Kojima uh, video game. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and I don't know. The weird thing about Northern Virginia is that it's like everybody here works in the Pentagon or for the CIA. Um. So I guess, frankly, my my levels of paranoia were always going to be what they are, just with where I live. But like, yeah, for sure, it's like to the point where you can tell if someone's not around here if they ask what someone does for a living and then ask any follow up questions. You're like, oh, you don't know what that means, like because you know people here to yeah. say, oh, I work for the government, which is code for, you know, I like poison Iranian children with yeah. uh, depleted uranium or something. But you just go, oh, okay. Uh, but then sometimes you hear people go like. Oh really? What do you do? And you're like, ah, uh, you don't, you don't know. And you watch them like you uncomfortably shift. It's like I'm in uh, national security. I'm like, oh, what do you do there? And like, I they're like, can't. oh, that's really interesting. Tell me more. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, ah, uh. like I cannot, I can't tell you. Um, 
Nick, we, uh, I, I still remember distinctly a guy at my church who just disappeared for three months and then showed up with like a bunch of like bruises and black eyes. Um, and we just, no one knows what he did. Nobody knows where he was. Um, but he was uh, presumably off doing something unspeakably evil is my assumption. Uh, that's, that's life in Northern Virginia is that's everybody. You either have that or you have like, uh, insanely conservative farmers. Uh, yeah. like, I own an acre of land and basically this means that I'm the same as Jeff Bezos and the socialists are coming for me. Uh, no one cares about your acre of land. Raise yeah. your chickens. That's fine. Yeah. It's like, man, you're just dropping off seven cucumbers for my grocery store's local produce promotion. It's okay. I, you don't need to tell me all this. The government isn't coming after like sustenance farmers. They. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sustenance farmers are funny because like they're simultaneously neither poor nor rich enough that they have to be worried. But like, you know, like the most audited County in America is like also the poorest one. Like Mm -hmm. they're going after people who they can like squeeze until they bleed from their eyes. And then they collect those vials and use them in rituals. Or they're like saying like, he didn't, he didn't pay his, he didn't pay his like estate tax on the second Maserati his father gave him. So we're going to charge him five bucks and call it a day. Uh, Unless you're Shakira, justice for Shakira. Unless you're Shakira, uh, Shakira, who I think is facing justice right now, uh, and I hope she is punished to the full extent of the law. Uh, <laughs> I hope she goes to trial and they have her on the stand and they make her swear in yeah. on her own hips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you say, but but your honor, these hips don't lie. It's like, well, yeah, but you know. You would still do perjury. Your checking account clearly does. So that's what you're on trial for. We need you to swear in. But your honor. <laughs> you don't understand. She she smiles once again. It's like, no, yes, we all understand the joke here, Shakira. You are on trial for tax evasion. What you don't understand is that this isn't a joke. <laughs> we need you to take this seriously. You could go to jail. As her lawyer is just there like but drenched in sweat. <laughs> her lawyer who is also alex jones's lawyer in the defamation lo- trial just having the worst <laughs> year of his life <laughs> her lawyer who's just going through his own better call saul style arc uh you know I, I imagine since i have only seen the pilot of better call saul it's all about him being a lawyer uh and yeah, nothing else happens about. um should i should Richard- i watch better call saul now that it's out uh now that it's completely I done seen all of it to be honest me neither I'm, coach I'm i know more you prone have to watch shows if they are completed yeah i, I like things say. having an end yeah well it also means like i mean dude i'm still riding the high of game of thrones having a bad ending because eight years of dude you don't watch game of thrones or however long it was out and i was like yeah, no nah, it just doesn't really appeal yeah. to me i like i like my fantasy nice actually and I'm like well that, that sucks dude it's like for baby brains tolkien is the reason that everybody based everything off of him is because he was actually dumb you don't get it cool fantasy has rape and it's like, well, I don't know. I don't want that. Uh, and then everybody's like, wow, I can't believe the season finale. The series finale was bad. Well, well, well. Well, well, well. How the don't you feel foolish, Jacob from for middle school? An, uh, for enjoying something? Yeah. Didn't you know it would be bad all along like I did? Because it God. wasn't to my tastes personally. Uh, anyway, people seem to like the ending of Better Call Saul. Uh, except for... Like the people who I see complaining about it are people whose takes on media I don't respect at all. Yeah. Um, as a side note, Squid, we're still beefing over your Elvis take. Uh, <laughs> I'm just putting that one out there right now. Uh, I remain, as always, a loyal coach head. Uh, and I mm. agree with everything he has ever said. Wow. Um, oh. <laughs> all of it. Oh. <laughs> well, that's concerning. I dare you to find a thing that Coach has said that I disagree with. It might take five minutes. And don't Um, talk about non-binary people. Don't talk about non-binary people, politics in general, women. Well, uh, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, But yeah, anyway, maybe I'll watch Better Call Saul. That that might be what I do with my Instead of Columbo? Instead of Columbo, which I'm considering. Uh, Man, Much to consider. It's crazy how cool Columbo looks and all the stills that I have seen of the show. Uh, <laughs> I like the idea of you looking through like photo galleries of Columbo. 
that's <laughs> yeah we're gonna actually that's way funnier so we're gonna say that that's why i've just like seen still images of colombo i like scroll through the imdb page and just look at pictures of him and i'm like hmm this guy looks cool enough i might enjoy the show not even uh, you're going to articles that are like Ten stills from Columbo that prove that <laughs> ten shots of Columbo. That's that's the whole listicle. I like that like, <laughs> a listicle that doesn't really do anything. It's just like ten turtles. And that's I, it. <laughs> I would be prone to be like, okay, yeah. I mean, if you if you send me an article that's called Ten Turtles, I'm gonna look through <laughs> I might it. Click. I might. I'm gonna see all ten. Maybe oh, not. I'll at least see eight. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, I went to the zoo yesterday. It was a great national zoo in DC. Shout out to it. Um, you got to pay for parking, but otherwise it's free. Oh. Uh, great deal. Um, anyway, we didn't go into the reptile house, but I did see some star-backed tortoises. And they're great little guys. I also saw gibbons. Um, I love aquariums. Time... Oh, aquariums rock. I'm, not, any... I'm a big aquarium head. The the closest aquarium to me that's like any good is the the Baltimore Aquarium, which is a bit of a trek. Um, I I don't know if there's a good aquarium near me. See, well, you're not a real the aquarium. The Dallas Aquarium head like me. is you, pretty good. What have they What have they got in there? Do they have? Well, I they got a fish. sloth. They, okay, well, hang on now. It's just like vibing. He's yeah, just vibing. He's wearing scuba gear and he swims yes. around. <laughs> no, um, they have they have some good shit. They have like a bunch of fish, and then there's I don't know. The last time I was there, I was very high on pain meds. Yeah, I was going to say, like, the when I'm next time I don't go with my family, I, I would love to just be high on something wandering around the zoo. Because already, as, yeah. as people who are close yes. to me will know of my genuine love for gibbons, like, I feel a kinship with them that I do not feel with most humans. Um, <laughs> and it, it's a spiritual experience for me every time I see gibbons, like, just their pure hearted joy. I don't know. Looking at any ape, honestly, is crazy because you're like, this is just me. Like, this guy's me, but a little fuzzier and smaller. Um, <laughs> Why does this guy look like me? <laughs> we, we saw an Allen's Swamp Monkey is what it was called. And we watched well, that it. sounds like a slur. It's, I know. It sounds like a slur for Irish people. And yet it's just a normal <laughs> monkey. He's just hanging out. But we watched him run and he sat down and crossed his legs and folded his hands as he sat down. And it was the most human like thing I have ever seen an animal do. It was crazy. Um, Wild. Anyway, in short, I love monkeys. I love gibbons. I almost cried looking at them. Uh, <laughs> I genuinely. Now imagine that, but if you were high on Benadryl. Exactly. I was, that's like, that's the problem is like, I would just be trying to climb into the cage with the gibbons. Like, <laughs> um, actually, the gibbons don't have a cage. They have like, there's a net over their enclosure yeah. because they're so good at climbing. They would just escape otherwise. Uh-huh. There's, I think there's Gibbons at the Cameron Park Zoo, and they have a net around their enclosure. Yeah, which is the zoo in Waco, which is surprisingly for for Waco, it's not too bad, you know. Yeah, cons- <laughs> astonishingly, the vibes the aren't rancid. Considering the rest of Waco, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, Big anti Waco person right here. Yeah, as, as we should be. Yeah, I'm anti Waco. I'm also anti notable events that have occurred at Waco yes. throughout history. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm anti Waco. Yes, I'm anti ATF. We exist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm anti Waco, both the gentrification and the homeless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should all be killed. Yes. Um, start over. Hey, Waco, start over. <laughs> I like the uh, uh, Waco city planning. They just decided it would be cool if it was shaped like a star. I'm not joking. Okay, hang on. Let me look up. Just like Waco city. Like so, there's there's a it's built around like a giant traffic circle essentially. Mm, yeah, I'm looking at this. The city planning is shit. Oop, hang on, I accidentally clicked on things for their city. It's, it's very clearly a city that should have never been a city. Yeah. Like, they grew so far beyond what they should have been. Yeah. Waco always should have been a town that had one street, a saloon, a barber shop, and a sheriff's office. And then yeah. I could ride in on a horse with a big cowboy hat and a duster. Uh, like, and get off. It's, it's fine to have traffic circles. That's okay. And that cannot but be when, the heart of your town. <laughs> no. 
No, especially when you're a town, when you're a big city on I-35 and you're like, I'm going to put a traffic circle right there. <laughs> you know what this place needs. <laughs> My dad is so autistic. When he was in like his uh, 20s, he wrote a newspaper article praising traffic circles and got it published. He might just rock. It's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um. Oh, actually, hang on. Before I go into he my used next to point. take me like around specific traffic circles and be like, "I know that this is the long way." And okay. my mom, whenever I would get home late, would be like, "Did he take you around a fucking traffic circle?" <laughs> All right, your dad rules. I'm just gonna say it officially. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but uh, final note about the uh, the National Zoo: the red panda escaped a couple years ago during the winter. Good um, for him. Yeah. A good for him. Because they're they're meant for like cold environments, so he didn't like. He wasn't like in any danger. He just he, escaped to hang out. Yeah, he just escaped because he realized he could, uh, and so he's just causing Hell mischief yeah. throughout DC. Uh, because the the National Zoo is in the middle of DC. Like you don't realize it when you're in there because there's like lush, beautiful wildlife uh, mm-hmm. and like trees uh, on all sides. But it's just it's in the middle of DC. So the panda escaped and then just bolted into like downtown DC. Uh, And it did this in the middle of the night. So the zookeepers just showed up the next day and there was no red panda. And they were like, well, that's not good. (laughs) And he was found like two days later inside a trash can, uh, just like hanging out, eating garbage. Red pandas pandas are so cool. I love red pandas more than, well, not more than gibbons, but more than people, certainly. Um, Red pandas are like evolved raccoons, you know? Yeah, it is very funny that they are... I, I think they technically are still pandas, even though they look so much like raccoons. Uh, they're not technically pandas, I don't think. Are they okay? So are they are they closer relatives to raccoons? And let's look it up. Let's look up some know. red panda facts, like our yeah. monitor lizard facts. Oh yeah. Uh, so red panda facts. Let's go. Um, hmm. They're given the name panda first, roughly fifty years before the black and white variety. Wait, what? That they were the first pandas. Red pandas are the real pandas. First pandas pandas be red. Why would they be like this one has an adjective in front of it, (laughs) the other one doesn't? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, they have a false. They looked at a black and white panda and they're like, now there's a regular ass panda. (laughs) (laughs) That panda, Uh, not red. Yeah, he's the normal. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That can't be true. It's also just. I refuse that one. Yeah, I don't believe this fact. I'm, in fact, I'm so angry. I'm done with red panda facts. Although I do love <laughs> the idea of just pandas, in, like the normal kind, which were apparently named 50 years after red pandas, according to some radicals who I don't believe. Um, don't believe the, their lies. Yeah, don't believe their lies. <laughs> yeah, waking up, waking up like in memento <laughs> with "Don't believe his lies" written on my chest, and the only <laughs> other thing I have is a thing that says, "Did you know red pandas were discovered before normal pandas?" <laughs> Um, uh, but um, anyway I do love the idea like bamboo this plant that through millions of years of evolution evolved specifically to be like the fastest growing and hardest to kill plant on earth and then pandas in response evolved to eat only bamboo and be the most effective bamboo eating machines in the world that rocks I love things like that it's kind of like koalas I think yeah which is similarly they're like yeah we love koalas have similar vibes to pandas. Yeah, which is say they're of like fake bear. Yeah, I think pandas are real bears. I mean, they do yeah, just look like bears, but they feel like fake bears. That's true. Yeah, they don't look real when you look at a I'm panda. Not sure you're if like, they're actual bears, are they? I, I'm almost certain. I used to know a lot of panda facts. Yeah, well, I do I, not anymore. Of course, I do respect the fact that every panda in the world is like Volcel, and they just refuse to have any the, children at all the panda in san diego shares my birthday Ooh. it's august 21st hell yeah hell so yeah. i have a little san diego zoo panda stuffed animal that that rocks that i got yeah but yeah um and i was like i guess pandas have to be my favorite animal because like the only panda in the u.s shared my birthday and i was like well that feels special yeah and then they uh then the dc zoo got some you're like well i guess it's not special well, anymore uh, it is my funny. favorite. Fuck you, pandas. <laughs> Friendship ended with pandas. Now red pandas are my best friend. <laughs> uh, the originals. The uh, original panda. But I, I do like that all pandas are 
uh, technically on loan from the Chinese government. Yeah, that's um, so sick. That's pretty funny to just be like, yeah, this look at these beautiful, sweet animals that I think are impossible to dislike. There's no way to look at a panda and go like, no, I don't like this guy. They're great. They're just they're, they just like roll around and eat. Yeah. Yeah. The only things I've ever seen pandas do while at the D.C. Zoo is like take a nap or sit up to walk over and eat bamboo and then take more. of yes. a nap. And sometimes in, in some zoos, that would mean that like the animals depressed. No, they're very good about enrichment no. in D.C. Yeah, because most lazy. of the time panda cages have like a little playground in them. Yeah, that is never used. <laughs> and they're just like chilling on it. Yeah, they're like, well, I'm going to climb this to take a nap. Uh, <laughs> well, that looks like the perfect sunny spot for a little nap. <laughs> um, we also saw a beaver feeding. Um, oh. And the beaver, one of them, he just stayed asleep. Like he refused to wake up. Um, and if a beaver misses its feeding, they just don't feed it for the day. So like, yeah, you know, in nature, they don't eat every day. So it's not like harmful to it. Uh Um, and they're like, we need to like weigh them and make sure that they're healthy and stuff like that. So this is our incentive. They got to come out and eat when we're here to weigh them. Um, but one of them just refused to leave during like, they have like, it's a little scheduled event. You can come and watch the beaver eat. It's very cute. Uh, I saw him, I saw one of them yesterday. The beavers are very cute. For the second largest rodent in the world, they are surprisingly cute. They've got like little hands. Um, Some rodents are very cute. Oh, yeah, beavers are cute. They're very capybara-esque. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of course, the largest rodents in the world yes. are capybara. Um, now, were yeah. they American beavers or Eurasian beavers? They were American beavers. Uh, so the, oh, the cuter variety, Yeah, they're saying. Yeah, they're, they're native to like the area. Uh, they're native to like the D.C. area. And so the only time they aren't allowed outside is when there's heavy snowfall, not because they wouldn't be like equipped for it, but because the beavers are smart enough that if the snow packs high enough, they could just climb out of the enclosure and leave. Uh, The record weight for a beaver is 110 pounds. They are massive creatures. Uh, Jesus. The beaver that I was watching yesterday. That's a big ass beaver. I know. I was looking at it. I was like, beavers are capable of weighing only slightly less than me. Uh, Like... But yeah, the beaver that I was looking at yesterday uh, looked beaver size, right? He's only about this big, which is putting it in perspective for you, Jillian. Uh, for the listeners at home, though, look up a picture of beaver. And he weighed 60 pounds. He's a dense boy. That is um, a dense, dense little man. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so shout out to beavers as well. I got to watch him like hold little pieces of carrots in his mouth, uh, like with his little <laughs> Their hands. conservation status is least concerned. Yeah, there are apparently like parts of the world where there like, are a good amount of beavers in the world. Yeah, there's parts of the world where like you are encouraged to hunt them because like they cause active harm to like roadways I and stuff. I would never hunt a beaver. Yeah, a I would never hunt a beaver. Um, I know a guy who got threatened by beavers while he was out fishing one day. Um, Did they like sharpen a stick and look at him? No, but so he was kayaking and they started circling his kayak and like slapping the water with their tails. Um, yeah, with, I'd assume they know something. Yeah, which is kind of scary. He apparently got like too close to their dam, so he had to like turn around and paddle away. And they followed him for a little bit before like deciding that he was scared enough. Um, which, with the knowledge now that they can reach one hundred pounds, I would also be terrified to fight a beaver. Uh, attacks. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> Have beavers attacked anybody in the past? Beavers have been known to be extremely aggressive in defending their territory against pursuit. They may attack humans when affected by rabies. They yeah. can also become disoriented during the daytime and attack out of fear. Well, oh. That's, that's kind of sad. Um, <laughs> Beavers will stand their ground and confront the threat. I love Beavers that... believe in stand your ground laws. Yeah, yeah, that every beaver <laughs> lives in a stand your ground state. Okay, Texas ass beaver. Yeah. Um, I do like that capybaras are just incredibly chill. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the chill animals in the world, you know? Yeah, like the fact that you can just like put a capybara in a cage with pretty much any animal that won't eat it, and they'll just hang out and get along. Um, they'll be like, this is my new best friend. Like, this thing's sick. Like, actually, going back to my love of gibbons, there's uh, quite a few pictures of gibbons just sitting on the backs of capybaras. Uh, oh, hell yeah. And gibbon. I'm fine it. Um, Yeah. <laughs> uh 
Let's see. Oh yeah, there are. Yeah, they just they like to hang out. They're just they're little guys. Gibbons are so I sick. Love this picture so much. Yeah. Um I'm sending it to you. Yeah, please do. I also just like this picture a lot. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> I love this fit. This is awesome. Yeah. They could go hard. Um can't tell if this is a they gibbon. both look so cool yeah I, I this might be okay it looks like he has a tail so it's not a gibbon but it the is just a monkey of the south american rainforest <laughs> that's what they're calling them yeah uh, so they're calling capybaras monkey yes. taxis oh also a, sounds like a slur yeah i found a picture of uh capybara. you can't really add monkey and then any word and then not sound racist yeah there's some unfortunate connotations to that yeah. one. yeah yeah, I found a picture of five spider monkeys sitting on the back of a capybara as it walks now, around. Now, spider monkey is pretty cool. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, spider monkey sounds awesome. Because um, it sounds... Big fan. Yeah, it correctly sounds like, you know, it's just, it's a sick monkey. Um, yeah. It's a monkey that climbs really good. I'm uh, terrified of monkeys. Really? Okay, so like, has my, my constant praising of monkeys uh, just not been jiving with you? No, 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 I appreciate it. I can appreciate a monkey from afar and when there's something in between them. Yeah, well, yeah, like to be clear, them. chimps are full of hatred and rage. Chimps? I would, I yeah. would never get near no. a chimp. People who are like, I would like a pet chimpanzee. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah, the world's first face transplant was done because a woman's pet chimpanzee ripped her friend's face off. Yeah. Yeah, chimps are full of hate. Like, if you put a chimp in it, like, gibbons are full of love and childlike wonder. You put a gibbon in an enclosure with something, it'll go check it out and hang out with it. You put a chimp in a room with something, and it will kill it immediately. It will need uh, a face transplant. Yeah. That, we shouldn't know we can do that. Yeah, chimps should not... Yeah, chimps... If an animal is a cause for a medical breakthrough, it's not an animal you want in your home. No. Yeah. Bad. Like, yeah. Most... People who want pet... Like, I hate people that want like exotic pets yeah i'm like they shouldn't be pets yeah this this there's a reason this animal is exotic especially they're not domesticated you know yeah especially something like a monkey like for all of my love of like gibbons and other uh other monkeys of that variety Mm -hmm. technically apes you'd uh, never want a pet i never want to keep one it's too smart he doesn't belong indoors let him swing through the Mm -hmm. trees in the jungle like now like if i could establish a rapport with a gibbon like if a gibbon was if in the I could forest, be I could befriend roommates? it. If yeah, I could be like roommates with a gibbon, yeah. Like you know, he pays his rent. He gets his own bedroom. He's just hanging out. He can leave when he wants. If he hangs sure. out. There's like monkey bars all throughout the apartment that he swings around on. Yeah, yeah. or like there's a gibbon who he like, has like his side of the fridge. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's just bananas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, or like you know. He, like, I step out onto my porch every Friday afternoon, and the gibbon comes over, and we, like, share a snack and just hang out. Yeah, That'd I have afternoon awesome. tea with the gibbon, you know? Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. Afternoon tea with a gibbon would be so awesome. Um, But, yeah, like, I can't keep it. I can't own a gibbon. That doesn't feel no. right. And I think that's part of also the reason why, like, chimps are so evil is because they know that they're not supposed to be in here. Yes. They're too smart. They've inherited... Not only do they share our, our intelligence as human beings, but they also share like the glint of malice that we have. Whereas like bonobos, yeah. equally intelligent, but they're just kind of horny. Like they, they just fuck a lot, yeah. which does rock, admittedly. Um, chimps, on the other hand, they're just full of hatred. Um, a gorilla, has, you know, all power. monkeys have one piece of the human psyche. And unfortunately, yeah. bonobos got horny. Yeah, bonobos got you horny. Know? Chimps got evil. And uh, Gibbon's got all of our good features, yes. Um, as I am determined to believe, I was watching them <laughs> yesterday on like a little rope swing, uh, and one of them on the ground like ran up to one of the rope swings and then was like actively swinging himself back and forth uh, for no reason other than his own entertainment. They're just full of childlike wonder. Um, but yeah, um, gorillas for all their power, I think are Are Gibbon's violent. A little nicer. Uh, I think they might practice infanticide, but most apes do. Um, Normally do not pose a threat to humans. Yeah. Well, they are also small little guys. Like, they're like two yeah. feet tall. They're just hanging out. They do have long Basically, arms. Basically, if though. they start screaming at you, leave. Yeah. Is what I'm learning. 
Yeah, gibbons also they're the guys uh they're similar to howler monkeys. They have like little like little throat sacks that like mm-hmm. inflate and make a bunch of noise. Um which is cool. Uh I'm a big fan they of gibbons. They have strong arms and can grab and scratch and they're quite agile. <laughs> yeah, you can't fight a gibbon because it will outmaneuver you. Yes. And then See, I mean, the if it gets its with, hands on a pipe. The problems with gibbons is their footwork is too fast. So if yeah. you're going to box a gibbon, you better you better watch out for that right hook. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I was going to say, they don't hit very hard, but they're hard to hit. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> the gibbon will, I'm imagining, like in my head, what I'm imagining is like you throw a hook at the gibbon and it uses your arm to sort of like swing up around you and then immediately it has you in a chokehold. Uh, and yeah. I mean, with and its big, not- long arms. You're done. There's nothing you can do because it's just sort of going to keep tightening you. You're fucked. Yeah. I mean, because you can't. What are you going to do? Like, reach behind and try to hit the gibbon? It can see your punch coming. You can't see where it is. Like, it's game over. That sounds Um, like... Honestly, that sounds like a wrestling finisher, like the gibbon joke. The gibbon joke. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, a gorilla, on the other hand... He's got him in a submission. The gibbon joke. (laughs) (laughs) A gorilla, on the other hand, you stand no chance against it. But you'll be able to land a punch or two before it... He hits you with a single punch and shatters every bone in your body. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm realizing how scared of monkeys I am. <laughs> I think. I think my favorite thing, except about, for the little guys, you know, yeah, the, the little, little guys ones are kind of cute. Yeah, your little spider monkeys. Your uh, what are they called? The golden maned lion tamarins or whatever they I are. I just don't want to be in any place where there's wild monkeys. Yeah, well, that's the problem. If I'm ever in any place where there's wild monkeys, I'm in the wrong place. Get me somewhere else. Yeah, wild monkeys, that's the issue, is they're a little too smart for their own good. Like, the the gangs of baboons that have started terrorizing, like, villages in India. where they're that's like so have, sick. They have understood, like, they know that they can hold people up for groceries. Uh, like, they, I was reading a news headline about how they, like, surrounded an old woman. And the give it, like, the, the baboon in the front literally, like, held its hand out and waited for her to give the, her their groceries. Uh, oh my and God. then the Gibbons, uh, not Gibbons, Gibbons would never do this. Gibbons uh, wouldn't. Gibbons wouldn't do this. Uh, and the baboons left. Um, sp- while we're on ape facts, I learned a while ago, and I think I might have said this fact on the podcast already, but it's just too good of a fact to pass up. Um, it's part of the lore of a, a a tribe in an area near where orangutans live. That orangutans are smart enough to speak, but never do it around people, because if we heard them, then we would give them jobs. And the orangutans know that they don't want to work. The orangutans know that capitalism is bad. Yeah, and, that's and it's the, so awesome. That's, that's the like key. A, that's just part of the lore of a group. It's like, yeah, orangutans are smart enough that they figured out how to avoid work. They're smarter than us. Yeah, they did <laughs> it. They're living the dream, man. They're out there. They're eating. They're like cracking open coconuts. I know that coconuts aren't in Africa, but it's the idea of them cracking open a coconut, mixing a little drink, sitting by the, sitting by a nice waterfall. Um. The orangutans yeah. are all living in the place that Simba's in, in the Lion King, before he remembers his responsibilities. And mm. we, the people, are out in Pride Rock working for the hyenas. Um, basically, what I'm saying is they've won. The Taliban is good, and so are orangutans. And those are the two things I want you to take away from this podcast. I feel equally <laughs> strong about both of these opinions. <laughs> Neither of these is a joke. Um, no, they wouldn't be. I think my favorite gorilla fact is the, uh, I believe it was Coco the gorilla. Uh, the one that they taught sign language to. Um, uh, they they gave her a little kitten that she had with her. And the first documented case of a gorilla telling a lie is they showed up one day and this like 500 pound tire had been like ripped out of the wall and thrown across the enclosure. And they asked her who did it and she tried to blame it on the kitten. Uh, which is awesome. That's uh, so good. Just looking at this tiny, tiny creature, going like, "Oh yeah, it did that." You're thinking to yourself, "Like nailed it." They'll never suspect my deception. I do want to mention one more thing about the video we watched. Yes, which is that he got his book signed by. Oh yeah, he got a book <laughs> signed by Roger Ebert. He told him his movie said, sucks. Your movie sucks, but you don't. Yeah, the book was called Your Movie Sucks, and he signed yeah. it with dot, 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 but you don't, which, truer than you know, Roger. Um, yeah, you don't even know how bright you are. This yeah. is your best movie take. Uh, Roger Ebert did apparently tweet about this um, this video and like say that it was a very funny tribute, uh, which was I it? I don't have a joke to make about that. I just think it's kind of nice, actually. Uh, it is kind of nice, but also was it? Yeah, it wasn't very funny. I disagree with him. 
But it is nice that like a video where it's just Doug giving his genuine opinion uh, that Roger yeah. watched it and was like, thanks, Doug. I like this. Um, yeah, that's sweet. Made me smile. Uh, um, let's see. Hmm. Now I'm looking through the comments. <sighs> there's let's not see. much. I'm going to be there's, honest. There's not much. Uh, <laughs> there are several comments talking about like the only my movies suck. I'm like what an ominous sign. Like he knew what was happening. Um, but yeah, let's see. Yeah, not much else going on. Do you want to go back uh, back to our chimpanzee facts or whatever uh, whatever yeah. monkeys we were talking about? Um, all these are just sort of coming off the dome. I'm going to be real. I just I know a lot about various monkeys. I'm looking hmm. up zoo escapes. Zoo escapes. All right. Rusty the red panda. Is this the is this After the DC one? Only a week in custody. Oh, I did not realize it was that fast. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, a flamingo made it from Kansas to Texas once. Oh, that does remind me of a sad thing. That, I mean, it's pretty funny, but something kind of sad. I was just say <laughs> at the uh, the National Zoo has um, a bunch of flamingos, and now they have about half as many flamingos because a fox got into the enclosure oh no and if you ever looked at a flamingo it is pretty much just a chicken uh and so it like ate one and then just mauled half of the flamingos uh seemingly for love of the game um which it's really sad but also very funny uh that a fox just killed half of these beautiful like these majestic beautiful birds um so in uh, 1985, there's an orangutan named Ken Allen, right, okay. who kept escaping from his enclosure, and the public became like a fan club of his escapes. <laughs> now, the first time he escaped, he just kind of wandered around for a bit, looked at some other animals, you know, tourist you stuff. <laughs> the second time, he took the opportunity to visit a much despised fellow orangutan named oh. Otis and oh. throw rocks at him. And now, the third time, Ken Allen found a crowbar left behind by a zoo employee, oh, but didn't use it. That's so funny. Okay, the zoo employees <laughs> wanted him to escape. If you're leaving crowbars around while your escape artist orangutan so is in there. funny. The <laughs> second time, he went just to throw rocks at another orangutan. <laughs> There's another orangutan that he has beef with. He's like, no, fuck you, dude. I'm going to throw rocks at you. <laughs> Um. Oh, that's so awesome. I uh, I remember <laughs> at the Indian vaguely, Zoo. Was... A tiger got in and showed up to fuck. Oh no! <laughs> For the next several weeks, the tiger seemed to eat, nap, pace, and of course have sex. Then he just left. He scaled a two-story security wall and left. That's he so came, funny. Fucked and left. <laughs> That's so cool. There's a, um, I know that there was at the National Zoo, there is a bald eagle that, uh, so they have one bald eagle that was actually injured by poachers. Like they, uh, shot it and it didn't die, but it can't fly anymore. So the bald eagle enclosure is open because there's no, like, threat of it escaping. It can't fly. It's got to just walk around on the ground. But there is another bald eagle that just showed up and now lives with that bald eagle because he, like, realized, like, oh, wait, they're feeding. They're feeding her. I could just stay here and get food. Yeah, hell so yeah. So now there's a breeding bear of bald eagles because they're just such moochers that one of them decided to show up and uh, become roommates. Um, okay, let's see. Inky the octop octopus escapes from a New Zealand aquarium. Um, oh, <laughs> um, uh, apparently he just uh, busted through his enclosure, slithered through a drain hole about six inches in diameter, and then just jumped into the sea and was never seen again. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> which is awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I know that there was another octopus uh, in a different aquarium that would every night break out of its enclosure, cross the room, and eat all of the fish uh, that were like there for it to be fed the next day and then go back into its enclosure and That's go to so sleep. That's so sick. Um, Had a big snack, took a big nap. Yeah, exactly. And because I remember like it was found out because people were like, why do all the fish keep disappearing? The floor is wet. I have suspicions. Um, <laughs> and so they left a camera there one night and just saw the octopus just slither out, go over and eat all the fish and then go back. 
Fuck it's, yeah. It's crazy how smart they are. Like oh, octopi octopuses? are- they are yeah. terrifyingly intelligent creatures. Um, Octopuses are wild. Yeah, shout out to the... Uh, uh, wow, I completely spaced on whatever octopus I was just about to talk about. But Is oral it the presentations one that tells the, the future? Uh, what? <laughs> Is it the fortune-telling octopus? No, it's, it's not the fortune-telling octopus. Um, but uh, oral presentations uh, had a great episode on the, the noble octopus. Paul. His name is Paul. Paul, Paul, the fortune-telling octopus. He died in 2010. Oh, man. Oh, that's really unfortunate. Prayers up to Paul, RIP. Yeah, but he was a common octopus used to predict the results of International Football Association matches. <laughs> How successful was he? Um, he accurately predicted the 2010 World Cup. Okay. You know, shout out to Paul. I didn't. I didn't predict the results um, of the World Cup in 2010. He was mostly correct about the UEFA Euro 2008. Okay. And the 2010 FIFA World Cup, he was entirely correct with every single match. <laughs> that rocks. How did he how did they like get his predictions? What did he do? Um, so I'm finding out, I'm finding out. No worries. Uh while you do this, I will talk about there's another octopus that um repeatedly would like short out the power in the aquarium. Uh, because he got bored in the night and would shoot jets of water at the light in his room uh, and cause like massive power outages throughout the aquarium. So shout out to that guy. It looks like they had like two uh, little things with the flags on it. Oh, and they would just have him choose one? Yeah, they just have him pick one. That's pretty They have cool. like two little podiums with the flags on it and he like gets on top of one. That's awesome. I love this. Um, I remember um, there was a chimp with an artboard in the 90s who, oh. He was so correct that this feat is unlikely to ha- um, happen by chance alone. So it's like significantly higher than random. <laughs> That's so funny. Not hugely, but significantly. Yeah, like in a statistical way, it is significant. Like he's like an order of magnitude more likely yes. to predict it than he is to not. Yes. Um, that rocks. I remember in the 90s, there was a chimp with a dartboard who they had like sell stocks and he was like more successful than your average trader, um, which is awesome. Uh, Rabio, the octopus, who correctly predicted all of the results of Japan's group stage games at the 2018 FIFA World Cup, was killed and sent to market on July 2nd, 2018 <laughs> by the Japanese fisherman who caught it. Wow, that's... It's genuinely sad. Why was he Manny the parakeet? I like to is think another. This is a side animal note. oracle. <laughs> just before we I'm, before we just delve into Manny the parakeet, I'm I would, sorry. I am. I just like to. I like to think that like a bookie oh. sent them to like break uh, the octopus's legs because he kept predicting the the Japanese games correctly. But then they realized that he's an invertebrate and they couldn't break his legs. So they just killed him and ate him instead. Um. Anyway, what, what is what's the parakeet up to? Uh. The parakeet, I don't know. Um, he was like it was like versus Paul for the for the World Cup for the uh twenty ten World Cup and Paul did better okay. than Manny. So let's see. Um let's see what uh oh Evelyn the gorilla escaped the Los Angeles zoo apparently. Um Dang. This has been a very, like, animal fact-centric. Yeah, look, well, like I said, I went to the zoo yesterday. You know, we got a... The zoo is an awesome experience, especially the National Zoo. I highly recommend it, because like I said, it's free. You gotta pay for parking, but if you don't mind... Zoos make me a little sad. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's why I like the National Zoo, because it is genuinely a good environment. I've been to zoos like that, where it's, like, just sort of, like, empty enclosures. And you're like, well, these animals just look sad. But Mm -hmm. the National Zoo is nice, because... A, they study the animals because it's part of the Smithsonian. So, like, they do studies and, like, just sort of, like, try and figure out more about the animals as well. But they also, like, keep them in very good and enriching environments. Um, <clears throat> like, most of these animals live better than I do, frankly. Yeah. Uh, side note, uh, American river otters uh, are the only animal, like, they're the only, like, small mammal that they can't just get into the enclosure to feed because they are apparently just evil creatures that love to bite you. Um, like they can get in the, they can get in the, <clears throat> goodness, they can get in the enclosure with like the hundred pound beaver, 
and feed it carrots and it's fine. Uh, but the river otters, they have to like seal away and then they hide food around the enclosure and then leave and then release them that. again. You want to bring this one in for a landing? Uh, just uh, one one final note okay. about Evelyn the gorilla. Uh, apparently she jumps on another gorilla's back to hop over the wall. Oh, hell yeah. Coordinated effort. And another time uh, she used overgrown vines to pull herself out of the exhibit and had just was able to walk around the zoo for a full hour because the visitors had to be evacuated before they could like tranquilize her and put her back in. So news helicopters circled overhead while she just wandered around the zoo and looked at other animals. I um, love that that's what most monkeys who escape the zoo, like escape their enclosures, just go and like do the sights. Yeah, like, you know? hang on. Well, I got to check out these lions. I've been hearing about these things. Like, Except what's the deal with them? Who was like, this is my enemy and I hate him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the first time he, he just looked at other animals. The second time, though, he was like, brother, it was Otis. The yeah. Yeah. Otis. yeah. Fuck okay. Otis. Fuck Otis the orangutan. We're all against him. I would like to be clear. We stand united as a front. I doubt he's still alive. This wasn't 1985. And you know what? I'm glad. Um, <laughs> Fuck you, Otis. Fuck you, Otis. I know you're in hell right now, having rocks <laughs> at you. Um, anyway, so shout out to Evelyn. Shout out to Rusty the Red Panda. Shout out to any animal that has ever made a successful escape attempt. I'm on your side. That's so sick. Yeah. It's so awesome. To do that, to have a lifetime of free food and care and be like, I want to choose chaos. I want to jump down a drain and go to the ocean. Um, yeah. As always, fuck Otis. As uh, always, fuck Otis. XOXO. The duck. <laughs> Gossip duck? Yeah. <laughs> I I forgot what was happening. Are we done? <laughs> oh, wait, right. We I didn't, we didn't, we didn't do plugs. plugs. We didn't do plugs. You can follow us on patreon.com. Uh, slash the slash Doug Zone. Zone. For $3 a month. This this week, we're going to be talking about the pilot episode <laughs> of Glee. Fuck yeah. And I was astonished by I my take on it. I have some thoughts. But we're going to, we'll, we'll save that for the Patreon. You can join us over there. $3 a month for four episodes a month. That's less than a dollar an episode. What um, a steal. If we, you know what that's also less than? $12 meal deal. It's less than $12 meal deal. It's less than the single box of mashed potatoes that he had me void, turning his meal deal into $15.39. Hell uh, yeah. It's it's just so cheap. I It's a steal, frankly. We are going to come to your house and arrest you for how good the deal on Patreon <laughs> is. <laughs> See, other podcasts will be like $5 now. Yeah. You could spend that. Or, or- Yeah. We're undercutting the other comedy podcasts out there. We're like Amazon. Uh, once yeah. all the other podcasts go out of business, it's going to be $20, unless you're already subscribed, in which case it'll stay free. Get in yeah, on the ground floor rate. of this pyramid scheme. We'll give you a discounted rate if you get someone else to subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> um, but if uh, if you're, you know, you just, money's a little tight, or if you're a worthless pig who just doesn't want to support right. independent comedy... Uh, if you'd and, still like to support us, rate and review us. You yeah, know? rate and review us. Or we haven't even, asked for that in a while. Yeah, we haven't asked for that. Give us a five-star review. If you give us something other than that. You uh, have to say why, legally. Yeah, yeah, you can't, we can't stop you, but you got to tell us why, and we will cry. So just know yes. that. It'll upset us. Um, yes. You can also. I'll go off my meds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start taking Jillian's meds. Uh, and we'll both that might make you a little too normal yeah <laughs> that'd be very funny if like the next episode Matt gets like, on mood stabilizers and he's like guys i feel great yeah i'm like i paid my taxes yesterday uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm wearing i'm wearing a beige suit for no reason uh, like well it just feels calming uh another free way to support us if you don't want to support us with money as you should uh, you can also follow us on twitter at doug zone cast or on instagram yeah. also at doug zone cast um we have a tiktok i'm not on tiktok i don't know if we're uploading to it but you we're can follow us there we're not uploading I've, there i've been too mentally stable for tiktok lately no that's perfect it's probably good. a good thing that's good uh yeah side note crossover between our talk about gorillas and our talk about tiktok the the tiktok for gorillas is astonishingly good uh they posted a murdoch thirst trap earlier today which is just insane i didn't realize izzy sent it to me i didn't realize it was their official page until i clicked on it and i was like oh my god anyway so shout out to the gorillas tiktok page follow them but then 
follow us at the Doug Zone. And I think that's all the plugs. So let's yeah. actually, we'll actually bring this one for a landing at exactly one hour. XOXO. Gossip Doug. <laughs>